Hello, everyone. Chad Franzen here, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today, we are going to reveal what you really need to know about the economy, the stock market, and real estate. And we're going to give you action steps to take right now to become a Kingdom Impact Investor. It's time to bring clarity out of chaos. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Chad Franzen here with the Kingdom Finance Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, you know, in our last couple of episodes, we have talked about the economic outlook for the U.S. and globally for 2023. And on today's episode, I want to take those concepts and provide some application uh, in a in a teaching manner. Again, this is going to be our opinions on how to invest. And so I want to talk at a high level of based on where the economy is, where do we believe uh, are good asset classes to invest in? So let's get started on that a little bit here as we uh, talk about the rising dividend strategy. The rising dividend strategy is really a concept that many investors have used for decades. Uh, in fact, many of the great value investors um, always look at one thing as defining an asset as this. An asset is something that puts money in your pocket. And so much like the concept of if you own a house and you rent it out and a person pays rent, uh, net of your expenses and mortgage and any other things, you've got net cash flow coming into your pocket. So if we're going to learn to be wise investors, if we invest money into an asset or an opportunity uh, that someone presents us, we want to know, uh, how is that money going to be returned to me? So when am I going to receive cash flow distributions from that? So we're really big believers at Wealth Builders. We want to know up front what types of asset classes are going to be most resilient, uh, whether the economy is flourishing or whether the economy is in a state of chaos. Now, uh, I want to talk a little bit here. We'll probably do a whole separate show on this, but one of Billy Epperhart's teachings that is a fan favorite, it's one of the first ones I ever heard him teach on when I met him, was what's called the triple X concept. And many of you know that the triple X concept is how do we understand uh, how to receive cash flow, dividends, interest, and the like in a passive form. Now, we talk a lot about in our workshops, you know, earned income, ordinary income, and then investment income. So the triple X concept, which is found in, in Billy's book, Money Mastery, and we talk a lot about at our workshops, is really this concept that... There are six general categories by which to create, generate passive streams of income. So let's just run through them at a high level, and then I would like to apply that to a strategy on how to invest. Does that sound good? All right, let's get started. So the uh, first, the first one is real estate, as I've already mentioned. Very uh, conceptually easy to understand. Uh, all of us have probably at one time or another rented a uh, apartment or a condo or a house, whether we were in college or right out of college or maybe in transition or building a house. And so that concept applies where you own a piece of property and you are renting it out. And whether you have it professionally managed or you self-manage yourself, 
then you have some form of what we call mailbox money. And that's most often today direct deposited to your checking account each month. So uh, rental income, whether that's residential or commercial, um, that is category number one. Category number two is distributions from business ownership. Now, many of us are small business owners and entrepreneurs, and some of you um, work at times, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week um, on that. This category for passive income is designed around distributions from a business that you are not having to work, you know, 40 hours a weekend. So um, in essence, you are owning the business, you're keeping tabs on what's happening, you have a pulse on what's happening, but you don't have to be, shall we say, in the kitchen cooking um, to make things work day to day. So business owner distributions, number two. And in fact, in my personal career, I would say these first two are where the majority of wealthy individuals and families where their wealth is created whether they created it themselves or if it was uh, inherited or passed down from preceding generations. Now, the next two categories, again, we're talking about the triple X as a concept. And then uh, as I explain these six, then I'm going to talk more about what we call the rising dividend strategy and how you can uh, design a similar type portfolio. The next two categories are very uh, synonymous with the uh, stock market. And so the next two categories are what we call dividends from equities or securities. These most often are going to be public or private companies. Uh, they might be a mutual fund, a ETF, could be an individual company uh, that pays a dividend, but dividends. Uh, traditionally in the United States, those are paid out quarterly, and the investor can choose to take them as cash or reinvest them. So uh, dividends from equities is how we're going to call category three. Category four is um, fixed income interest or, or interest from a coupon. So many of us are familiar with investing in a CD at a bank or perhaps a U.S. government bond or maybe a bond fund, things of that nature. So interest payments from a debt instrument. Uh, dividends come from equities and interest coupons Comes come from some form of loan or debt instrument on that. Again, government bond CDs are probably the most popular ones in the United States. Uh, these types of cash flows, they vary uh, from, from low interest to, to high interest. Uh, some of these pay monthly, some quarterly. Uh, some, in the case of a CD, may not even pay interest until they mature, perhaps after six months or 12 months. But nevertheless, we're talking about Streams of passive income, and that would be category number four. The last two are forms of what we call royalties. And so number five is royalties from intellectual capital. So many of you listening uh, have either personally or you know people who have created intellectual capital and actually monetized it. So the most common method for that that you see in the public eye is going to be things like uh, writing and publishing a book, uh, writing and licensing a song, uh, something of that nature. Again, there's a lot of different things that you can create intellectual capital on, whether it's a trademark, a licensing agreement, 
or concepts. And we see that in the financial markets, the manufacturing markets, and really every industry um, on that. So intellectual capital, you in effect license or brand your ideas, and then those that use it uh, pay you some type of a licensing fee or a royalty um, for that. Much like when music is played or books are sold at the airport, there's a small royalty that's paid uh, to the uh, person that originated that concept or content. Number six, uh, royalties, another type of royalties. Number six is royalties from hard assets. So the previous one, royalties from intellectual capital, it's more of a soft asset, right? It's, it's intangible, if you will, ideas, concepts, songs and books, somewhat of an intangible soft asset, but certainly um, really great ways to bring value to the marketplace for what they are and also to uh, create uh, recurring streams of revenue. Now, number six, the hard assets, uh, these are going to be, as the name implies, a, a tangible asset. And it, like the other form of royalty, creates some type of cash flow off of it. Now, in my experience, the most common royalties from hard assets are going to be some of the traditional things you would think of from from America, Uh, oil and gas, ranching, uh, and even now in the modern day conservation. Uh, Oil and gas, you know, I'm from Texas, so that's a big business, oil and gas and ranching. Those are tangible hard assets, right? Uh, Farmland, Um, you're actually getting cash flow off of those things as those tangible assets are producing uh, a harvest um, on that. So that is a summary when we talk about the triple X teaching. And again, we'll teach that on a separate episode, but I'm going somewhere because I wanted to introduce the triple X in these six streams of passive income. Because if you're like me, I want to have an understanding on um, how I can become independent uh, of having to work a nine to five job I still want to bring value to the market in my job, but I also want to learn how to be a good steward to invest in things that will uh, create recurring cash flow. Now, a lot of viewers will ask us, well, okay, we read Billy's book, Money Mastery, or we came to a Wealth Builders Conference. So what? how do I take these concepts and, and do I need to do all six of them? Or, or how do I get started? This seems a little overwhelming. I, I might be dabbling in one or two of these. Most wealthy individuals, from our observation, they gain a level of mastery over one or two of these categories. So I want to encourage you, you do not have to become a a, a master, you know, get 10,000 hours in each of these categories. Most studies show, and and I've talked with Billy Epperhart about this as well, that if you can really gain mastery over two of these then you're well on your way to becoming very successful and making a huge impact on your community and for the kingdom of God through your giving. Now, we came up with this concept of, well, let's create a rising dividend strategy. You know, right? We understand these concepts. How can we put some of them together into a portfolio, shall we say, to where um, it's, it's a little bit easier to get into these categories of investing. Well, let me talk a little bit about the stock market components in here, dividends and interest. Again, you know, when we look at public companies, 
We're looking for companies that, that for one, follow biblically responsible ethics and what we call pro-values. We want to invest in companies that are not attacking Christian ethics. And we also want to look for companies that are well-run. We want strong business models, a proven track record, and really a commitment to returning shareholder equity uh, through dividends. You know, right? So in the stock market, we call these this call this value investing, if you will. So value investing is saying, hey, I want to under, understand what the company's doing, what what product or service they're offering, and I want them to be really good physically uh, and really good with how they treat their employees, how they're committed to their community, and also their commitment to uh, pay dividends back to the shareholders. So there are several dozen companies in the U.S. and globally that have a track record, 10, 20-plus years of continually paying dividends back to the shareholders and increasing those dividends each year. Now, we're in a period right now of rising inflation, and so that's really important to know, hey, how do I keep up with inflation? Well, let's invest in dividend-paying instruments that increase how much they pay each year. Again, there's a lot of ways to do this in the, in the stock market as far as individual stocks. Uh, in the bond market, we have individual bonds, and you also have mutual funds and ETFs. Again, we're not giving specific recommendation uh, or specific solicitation of funds on this show, but you want to be mindful when you're doing your research on these of A, do they have a pro-values focus or not? And then B, uh, what type of, if it's a fund, what type of internal expenses are you paying that may or may or may not affect what we call your dividend rate? For these, we're really looking for things that can be resilient, whether the economy is is bullish or bearish. And that um, what I love about creating a rising dividend strategy is, you know, you can create a report at the beginning of the year, look at your portfolio, and you can see, regardless of who's in public office. Uh, whether it's Democrat or Republican-controlled Congress, um, whether the economy is growing or neutral, how much cash flow you're generating from these different categories. One of the things that we did in this rising dividend strategy, so again, let's revisit. We talked about those six categories at the beginning, right? So we talked about rent from real estate, business owner distributions, dividends from equities, interest from debt instruments, and then two forms of royalties, right? We had the intangible and the t- and the tangible asset classes. What we've done with our Wealth Builders portfolios is we've created a way that for families that we work with, and again, we have to sit down with them and evaluate their suitability and their long-term goals, but we have created what's called a rising dividend strategy where we've actually incorporated five of the six categories in the triple X teaching. So the the sixth one, the one we don't have in our portfolio, is the one that relates to intellectual capital. However, uh, as many of you may know, Wealth Builders has several different coaching programs, and we got some amazing men and women that lead these coaching programs. Uh, we have a real estate coaching program, and we also have a business coaching program. And within the business coaching program at Wealth Builders. Uh, that team can work with people to 
educate them, create a defined plan on how to monetize their ideas and how to create intellectual capital. So we have that one covered in the Wealth Builders family, and that is through one of our coaching programs. Let me dive into a little bit here uh, with the last few minutes here on this episode about the about the portfolio. So we're going to take the five categories, uh, everything but royalties from intellectual capital, and we're going to create a balanced mix of rent from real estate, distributions from investing in businesses, dividends from equities, interest from bonds, and royalties from hard assets, right? So if you think about those five categories, you know, um, you create a balanced mix of those five, and now you have what we call the Wealth Builders Rising Dividend Portfolio. Now, the merits of it are, to, to, to summarize, is one, we want to be very diversified when we talk about managing wealth and making an impact. So within these five categories, we have this concept called correlation. So one of the things I want you to understand is you want to have certain investments that are not correlated to other investments in your portfolio. If everything is correlated, then if the economy is going great or the economy is going terrible or a Democrat's in office or Republicans are in office, those investments are going to they're going to operate very similarly. So you're not going to have true diversification in that. What I like about the rising dividend strategy is we take five very diverse uh, ways to create passive cash flow, right? I think we would all agree that those five are very different from each other. We're not just going to put all our money in the stock market and go about our business and hope everything's okay. Uh, we don't necessarily want to take a buy and hold uh, buy and hope approach to investing. We really want to have a systematic way to monitor how the investments are doing, right? We want to see cash flow, right? Cash flow is the definition of an asset. It puts money in your pocket. Now, a lot of people will get fear of missing out on the next great investment and you want to go put some money in in crypto or some new technology stock or some energy, um, you know, green energy stock and and that's what we call speculation. That's not actually the definition of investing. Investing is understanding an asset, having a perspective on how to monitor it, and the asset having what we call tangible value or, or book value, if you will, on that. So big difference between investing and speculating, right? And then, of course, you've got gambling way over there. But 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 speculation um, it is not gambling, but it's also not long-term investing either. So the rising dividend strategy is very much a values approach. Again, we want to screen our investments to where we understand uh, the uh, people behind the companies we're investing in, that they align with our values, and that they have a proven track record to return cash flow to investors on that. So again, that's what we call the rising dividend strategy, and I hope that's been helpful. Again, if you want to, if you have specific questions on this, happy to visit with you all uh, offline. You can connect with us wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest, and uh, happy to chat with you. But again, I think if you take these principles of the triple X, understanding how money is created, understanding that 
to be a wise financial investor, you want to have a plan that is really stormproof when you think about, well, gosh, do I need to change my portfolio? Well, if you have a mix of real estate, of hard asset royalties, of fixed income, of dividend-paying securities, of um, private business distributions, and you're going to have really a pretty good plan for being stormproof. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't see times of volatility in your investments, but I, I think I speak for a lot of us at Wealth Builders is if we can have a clear understanding of uh, what our money is doing, how it's working for us, and how it's returning capital, then that's a we're on a pretty good start to navigating the economy, whether it's the economy of 2022 or what we feel like we'll see in 2023 and 24. Hey, I hope that was helpful. Thanks so much for being a part of the Kingdom Finance Show. Again, this is Chad Franzen, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Again, for more information, wealthbuilders.net forward slash invest. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a Kingdom Investor, and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show.